Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we've got a great, great hour of programming for you today. But before we kick it off, I want to remind everybody, yep, go to drpatsmakeover.com. Sign up for the Holistic Makeover. We are getting ready to be like out of the gate with the second annual Holistic Makeover. Um, and the winners from last year are going to be part of the program. They're going to actually be doing some coaching as well. Uh, right now, we're lining up coaches for the individual winners and so forth. We've got goodies that we're bringing together, and we are just completely jazzed that we can pay things forward. So if you go to Dr. Pat's, um, excuse me, Dr. Pat's Makeover.com or simply drpatlive.com right there on the home page smack dab over there on the left is going to be the holistic makeover just click on it and send in your information today we're talking with judith barr she is joining us again we have got copies of her book to give out uh, power abuse power heal 10 callers who have their email will receive a copy of judith's article uh, a recession regression so we've got giving 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 happening on the show today today judith is joining us you know cuz we're talking about we're going to talk about a couple of issues that have been a little bugaboo for me, so to speak. Uh, but she is and has been someone that is known for her private practice as a deaf psychologist. Uh, she's been doing that for quite some time. She is an expert in working with individuals, groups, doing workshops, consultations, and helping countless people. See, this is what I love. I love bringing on folks who have said yes to helping other people. I mean, think about it. Think about what happens in your life if you decide to say yes. So we've got a couple of things that are happening here. We're going to be giving away five books. And then we have some emails that uh, we'll give you some instruction about on how you can get some additional information. Uh, Judith, I want to thank you for joining us back here again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, Pat, and thank you for having me back. So the topic for today says David Letterman, the question no one is asking. Oh, there are a lot of questions we're not asking. <laughs> I, I, I want to know what your question is because I have a few of my own. Um, wow. In all of your years, in it, and I want you to go back a little bit in time. Now, if you go back... Let's just go back, let's say, 15, 20 years for a minute. If you even whispered or there was any whisper of any kind of sexual misconduct in the workplace, human resources would be down on you like a fly on honey. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. What happened? What is happening? Basically... There, there are a lot of issues here, Pat, but okay. just in terms of the sexual issue, mm-hmm. basically, I think that the, the roots of our wounds about our sexuality mm. are being acted out in the world, both publicly and privately, 
And what people need to do is to do their own work about their own wounds to their sexuality. Mm. And I think, I think about it that David Letterman and Roman Polanski were within weeks of each other in terms of when the stories broke. Mm-hmm. And one of the pieces, one of the main pieces, is it, it, they both have to do with how sexuality is used how it's misused, how it's abused, how it's used as a weapon, how it's used as a way to have power over somebody, instead of what it's really meant for, is for equals to create a beautiful, loving union. But sexuality, as many other forms of power, um, can be used well, and it can be misused and abused. Mm -hmm. I think... I was, you know, honestly, and maybe you can guide me through this. Maybe I need a little psychotherapy right here myself right now, Judith. Um, when I, when I, and let's just focus on David Letterman for a minute, but, you know, but I don't want it to be about David Letterman because it's not really, right? Right. Um, it's really bigger than that. What I was struck by when I heard, and maybe for our listeners that don't know, we should talk a little bit about, you know, his particular situation. But when I heard about what he admitted to, I think, live on air, I just thought to myself, wow, this is not going to be good for him. This is going to be like, wow, did he really? I Actually, Judith, I couldn't believe that he was saying what he was saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it was like surreal. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was acknowledging it, or yeah. the fact that, yeah. that he both, <clears throat> both. Well, we have we have such a history in our country, in particular, where so many people did similar things and lied about it. That finally, people have started when they're caught to acknowledge it, whether it's an earnest acknowledgement and apology, or whether it's just a mask. Uh, have a guide to try to get under the radar or get away with it or plea for forgiveness when the work to be forgiven isn't being done, there has been a change in that. Mm. So, you know, I don't, I don't know David Letterman. I don't sit with him in my office and know him to the depths. I don't know what really drove him. But... I think he could take a look at the history and see that it would probably be better mm. if he acknowledged it than if he tried to hide it. <clears throat> so what but, do you, what do you think is happening, Judith? I mean, in terms of where we are today, I had a really interesting conversation with a couple of friends and a group of people, actually. The ages of the folks ranged from uh, like 22 to 62, so to speak. And, you know, it was a very similar conversation. And you had the people that were a bit older really kind of going back and saying, you know, you younger folks don't get what this was about back then. So therefore, you don't recognize, you know, abuse when it shows up, especially in the workplace. And I thought, I'm going to ask Judith Barr about that. You know, I wanted to ask you. Is that part of the dilemma? I mean, how can we work out our sexual issues if we don't even think we have them? You know what I'm saying? We got so, we have a pop culture here that, you know, has basically said, you know what? These things are OK. This is really OK to do. Uh, and maybe, yeah, we get a little grief for it, but it's selling magazines. 
I think it's a sad statement about where we are mm. in our evolution. That, mm-hmm. You know, yes, a lot of people don't know that how they're acting, that their actions, that how what they're acting out is really from their childhood. Maybe they don't even remember having had some experience of wounding to their sexual self mm-hmm. as children. Mm. So, of course, they will say, you know, this is just fine. This is the way the culture's going. This is gross. But the truth is, it isn't. What's happening is the wounds from our past that still are alive inside us, Mm -hmm. if we're not aware of them, we do act them out. We do act on them in destructive ways without being aware of it, without being conscious of it. And our task is to, I mean, preferably our task is to want to do the work to find where that is in ourselves Mm -hmm. and heal it so that we don't act it out. But if it does get acted out, to go, oh, that's that's showing me something. And if we're the one that acts it out, then we need to have ourselves and our own actions be a mirror like a Geiger counter mm-hmm. to our own wounds. And if somebody else acts it out, like David Letterman, mm-hmm. then he can be a mirror for us. How many people... I mean, I've, I've written blogs, I've written um, articles to give people, you know, and people have responded their thoughts and feelings about it, um, particularly about the Roman Polanski situation. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting to look at the responses and then to find a gentle, loving response back to people to help them learn. Some of them have been very angry, very hateful towards him, so and and have you know responded that way in the blog. And so my my teaching is look at your reactions to what's happening. If okay. you are that angry, mm-hmm. if you have that much hate. If you want him to be destroyed in Ugh. response to what he did, mm-hmm. that says something about you, and it says something about that this situation is stirring up or triggering or evoking wounds from your childhood that either you are aware of and haven't healed, and you're utilizing this situation in the blog to vent some of that, or you're not aware of it, and the fact that you feel so intensely about it is your clue that that's yours. So one of the things that I've been doing is really offering to people when something like the Letterman scandal comes out into public view, let it be a mirror for you. Let what Mm -hmm. he's doing be a mirror for you. Let how other people in the world and in his industry be a mirror for you. Let your reaction to all of this be a mirror for you. If your feelings are so intense, like on a scale of 1 to 10, if your feelings are much more than a 2, maybe a 3, that's a giveaway mm, that wow. you've got something going on that, that instead of putting it out there on him and blaming him for what he did, that you can use it as a chance to heal yourself. Mm. I, you know, this is such important information. Judith Barr is joining us here today. We have five copies of her book, Power of You is Power Healed. We'd love to give them away. It's really simple. Do not have to come on the air. As a matter of fact, you just need to call in and give Valerie some information. You can call our toll-free number 1-800-930-2819. 
1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you a copy of the book. If you do have questions, you can just give them to Valerie and we'll make sure we get them on air. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about other forms of abuse. Maybe you don't call it abuse, but can there and is there such a thing about verbal abuse in the workplace? We'll be right back. You heard about it last year. You even thought about entering, but didn't. Now, life is giving you a second chance, announcing your second chance to change from the inside out with Dr. Pat's 2010 Holistic Makeover. So get on board. Winners will embark on a journey to make powerful change with the help and support of an entire team of winner fill out the survey and tell your inspired story and how you plan to pay it forward go to drpatsmakeover.com that's drpatsmakeover.com so how many times have you said i need to quit smoking how many times have you tried to quit smoking only to fail how many times a day are you smoking and wishing you weren't this is cheryl manchester from positive changes hypnosis where we help you to become smoke free for life Take on the habits of a non-smoker, not an ex-smoker. Our clients tell us they simply lose the desire for the cigarette. Become stress-free and relaxed. Lose or maintain weight at the same time and effortlessly take back control. Andy Castle quit his 15-year smoking habit and has been smoke-free for over a year. Jane Penrod quit smoking after smoking three packs a day for 50 years. Yes, it works. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistique Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistique Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to www.drpatlive. Uh, and as I said, we're giving away copies of my very special guests. Um, 
Judith Barr, her book. If you want a copy of the book, 1-800-930-2819. Valerie will pick up the phone and get your information. 1-800-930-2819. If you want to find out more about the book and, um, and also about, you know, the work uh, that um, Judith is doing, you can go to the website, which is uh, judithbar.com. I think that's probably the best way to kind of check it out. Judith, B-A-R-R dot com. Judith, is that the best way for people to find Pat, out about I think you? the best way would be to go to the book website, okay. which is uh, www.powerabusedpowerhealed.com. Excellent. Um, before the break, I was saying that, you, you know, we're talking about one aspect of power and power and abuse of power. But let's talk about some of the more subtle ways that it's showing up, especially in the workplace now. Um, you know, there are a couple things that I know that you cover. So let's talk about, from your perspective, what the different kinds of abuse are that you are, you know, seeing happen in the workplace. What are some abuses, abusive behaviors outside of the obvious? You know what I'm saying? The sexual. But how about verbal abuse and other things? So I do want to name those. Mm. But I want to say first mm-hmm. that... The roots are probably very similar in in people. Got it. And that's what I work with. I work with the roots of the abuse, whether it's the abuser or the one who's been abused. And you mentioned um, on the break about the level of fear. There is so much fear in our world today out in the open. And the, the part that's out in the open is just the tip of the iceberg because what I've seen, Pat, is each of the major events that have happened, mm-hmm. let's take in our country, each of the major events that have happened have triggered fear, and people mostly have thought that it was here and now fear, but they don't have any inkling, any awareness that the largest portion of the fear was fear from their childhood that are getting triggered by the here and now event. And when you can't tell the difference between the here and now fear and the fear from long, long ago in your childhood, you can't make right choices, you can't make right decisions, you can't make wise um, assessments of things because the anything that's here and now is being affected, um, contaminated even, I don't like to use that word, but really contaminated by the fear from your childhood. And if we look at 9-11 that mm-hmm. happened, yep. and the people that I worked with, one by one, they came in thinking they were just feeling here and now fear, and we found the childhood root of it, and then um, the Iraq war when it started, and the recession, a mm-hmm. year ago when the recession started, people right. were terrified, not that they aren't now, mm-hmm. but the like the rush of it came in. And I started working with people on the roots of their fear. And even then, as we started, they thought the roots of their fear were about money situations in their childhood. And for some people it was, but there are other much more um, more primal things. Um, that article that we're giving out, the 10 copies, yes. that article is about exactly that, helping people see the roots of that. And we're now doing the healthcare thing, and the same kind of thing is happening. So that's like on a, a uh, out there, visible, audible, communal level. 
And the workplace abuse is sometimes more audible and visible, and sometimes it's just happening in that organization, and nobody but the organization and the people in it know about it. But it's still the same thing. People's early fears are being affected. And, you know, when you're a child, well, let me just back up a minute. Okay. You're in a workplace. Yep. That's your job. That's how you generate the money to support and take care of yourself. And if you have a family, your family. You are dependent on that job and your boss and that company as long as you're there. And I use that word very consciously. You are dependent. And that triggers the experience of dependency on your parents when you were a child. So how many children, when they were being abused as children, had to endure that abuse so they could find their way out of their childhood home? Mm. You know, this conversation, um, and I appreciate what you're talking about, I so relate to it, um, we have so many different levels going on. You know what I'm struck by, Judith? I'm struck by... You know what it was like for me when I first went and got a job and and actually stayed in a corporation for 25 years. And I remember what that environment was like before, quote, let's just call it downsizing right now. I remember what it was like to kind of be in a stable environment where you knew that if you worked hard at the end of your your tenure, you would be able to go off into the sunset, so to speak. But what I remember most about it was how absolutely creative we could be, how outspoken employees were about how to do things really well. Mm-hmm. What I remember was not the, you know, not the way we talk about it at an academic level, and I'm guilty of that as well, but what I remember is a camaraderie, a sense of being together, a sense of trust, you know, because you knew you could speak up. And chances were that you weren't going to get fired. Now, I know that in some cases, you know, there are downsides to that. But don't you think that that has become a lost art? That actually speaking up, whether it's to speak up on behalf of the company to say, hey, that is not the best idea. Have you thought about this? I mean, don't you think that at some level, this veneer of triggering and abuse is affecting our bottom line, so to speak. I, I agree that the fear in, inhibits, interferes with, mm. intervenes with the kind of atmosphere and environment that you were in. Mm-hmm. Fear does interfere with creativity. Fear does interfere with camaraderie. Fear does interfere with um, joining together in trust and collaboration. That's, that is, those are huge consequences of the level of fear that we're both living with from the here and now events and mm-hmm. what they trigger in us. You know, you know imagine, imagine mm-hmm. if there is a CEO of a company listening to us talking today. <laughs> imagine if I'm going to do a woman this time. It could okay. be a man or a woman. Imagine if she is realizing from hearing us that she has um, co-created in her company 
an atmosphere of fear that inhibits everyone and, and her company and the business and her calling. Imagine if she's really listening to us and hearing that the fear isn't just here and now. That when somebody in her company, whether it's she herself or one of her top-level managers, is um, ranting and raving, that they may look like grown-up people in grown-up bodies and grown-up personalities, but what they really are is maybe a two-year-old tantruming or a baby raging and that they don't realize it, and none of their employees realize it. And what if, what if she thinks, wow, I need to help us do the work to change, starting with me? What if she goes and finds a really good therapist to help her make those changes, and she's really committed to changing it? That is really the message that we have to figure out, Judith, how to get out there. I really, yeah. I really believe this. I mean, um, wow. I know that from your perspective, you see this every day. You're working with people. And, you know, one of the things that I think we all kind of naive about is that these things can go on in the workplace and doesn't affect us personally. Um, and spillover effect has been researched Till we're like green from an academic point of view. All of this contributes to a level of stress, a collective level of stress that, you know, if we keep going at the pace that we're going, we're not going to have to worry about health care. Um, but the point is, what can we do to heal ourselves now? What would you suggest? What is the message here? Because I do believe in personal vibration. I really do. I do believe that what we hold in our consciousness can negate or offset some of this. But I'm not sure, you know, if we're all made with such resilience. You know what I'm saying? I I do. I I don't think everybody right now, I wish this weren't true, but I don't think everybody on the face of the planet is at this moment ready to do the depth of work that, say, I do with people right Mm, now. Okay, got it. But I do think each person is ready for something. Okay. Whether it's a seed that can be planted in their heart and their soul that they don't e- aren't even conscious of, or whether it's um, steps that they can take, beginning steps that they can take, or whether it's um, knowing that there's an article on my website that talks about what to look for in a therapist, mm-hmm. and they can go and, you know, build their 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 courage to go find a good therapist, mm-hmm. um, whatever the, the readiness is, mm-hmm. I believe we each are ready for something. Yes, exactly. And, and what I want, I want to come back to what you said before, Pat, mm-hmm. you said about the collective level of stress. Mm-hmm. It's so important that you said that because whenever we're stressed, we regress. Mm-hmm. And we don't know we're regressing. Mm-hmm. So there's the vicious cycle or the maze Mm. that each of us has to find for ourselves and get the help with. Well, thank you, Judith. Thank you so much. How quickly this has gone by. Powerabusedpowerhealed.com is the website. Judith Barr, my very special guest today. Please connect with Judith if you've heard something here in the show today that you want to get some help with. We'll be right back. 